Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cope Life Podcast. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad and grateful for my consistent listeners. And I really want to get into the subject today because this subject is one that I believe really affects a whole lot more of us than we're willing to admit. Today, we're going to talk about social comparison and self-doubt. So I want to start off by talking about social comparison and really what it is. And when I say what it is, I'm sure most of you have some idea of what it is already. But at the same time, you need to get a deeper understanding of what it is so that you can better recognize when you are doing it. You see, what we do is we tell each other, oh, Instagram is full of people you know, presenting the best aspects of their lives. It's like a highlight reel. And people on social media are fake. And we say these things. And we have that general view of social media. But at the same time, there's still some things that kind of hit us in a certain spot that kind of maybe rubs us the wrong way. And when I say it rubs us the wrong way, what I mean is that it makes us feel worse about ourselves. And so when we're talking about social comparison, I'm talking about really... Social comparison as it can relate to self-awareness. For example, you can see all of these people posting all of these travel pics, whether it's a travel group on Facebook or it's a solo traveler on Instagram. You can go to TikTok and see videos of people in these beautiful environments all over the world. And then you can say, man, I wish I could travel like that. And then... All of these other things that you see, you're like, oh, that guy is just fake. Oh, she is, you know, not even living her best life. And you see things like these perfect bodies or these new cars or these new homes. And those things don't matter to you as much. Maybe you're content in your life with those aspects of your life, but you wish you could travel more. And so what happens is your social comparison is directed at one specific topic or target And so then when you see the traveling, the traveling pics, the traveling videos, the traveling memories and smiles, you think about how you would like to have the traveling smiles, the traveling memories, the laughter. And it hits a certain part of you that bothers you. And it could be for many different reasons. It could be because maybe you don't have the money to travel like that. Or maybe you have a disability or you're unable to travel like that. You know, for example, there are beautiful places at much higher elevations, but higher elevations tend to raise your blood pressure. So certain people with certain medical conditions can't do that. And if that's you, of course, that it makes sense if that bothers you. It makes sense if you look at these beautiful pictures of the mountains, then you're bothered because you can't do that. And so what happens is you use other people's positivity as an excuse to conjure up negative thoughts about yourself. And so when you recognize you're doing that, then you should recognize that their posts are not the problem. Their pictures, their laughter, their memories, their movies are not the problem in your life. Your issue is the way that you perceive them. And so you have to develop self-awareness. You have to get into why you feel that way. Why are you angered? Why are you triggered? 
And you have to be real and you have to be brutally honest with yourself. Because the truth is sometimes when you're triggered by something, it makes sense. So it's not always a bad thing, right? So maybe, for example, if you see a happy couple and they are in love and they are traveling and smiling and laughing, they are living it up. And you recently went through a divorce. It makes sense that that image could trigger some pain points in you. The issue when you go from the social comparison to the self-awareness is when it turns into self-doubt. And so many people don't realize that their self-doubt does not come from the social comparison. It comes from a lack of self-awareness. It also comes from a lack of not being truthful with yourself. And so when you see that someone has a new car or a nicer car than you, and then that bothers you, you got to think about why does it bother you? Do you believe that your car is a symbol of social status? Is the car that you drive a symbol of the quality of life that you have or Does it signify what kind of career success you're having? You know, if that's the case, then you're going to be bothered by someone driving a nicer car. The truth is, you don't know what they did to get that car. You don't know if their parents bought it for them. You don't know if they hit the lottery. You don't know what they did to get that car. Maybe they earned it. Maybe they had a business idea, they started the business, and the business blew up, and they made lots of money, and they bought the car of their dreams, and you know that, and now you're bothered because you want to start a business of your dreams and make a lot of money and buy your dream car, but you don't. You have these ideas, oh, I think this would be a great business idea, oh, I think this would make a lot of money, but you don't. You don't start the business. That's nobody else's fault. No one else is responsible for that. That's on you. And the reason why they were able to start a business and succeed, and the reason you haven't even tried, is because of your self-doubt. Social comparison can actually make your self-doubt worse. Social comparison leaves you feeling worse than someone else. And most of the time, it's people that you've never even met in real life. I mean, let's be honest. Most of the people that you see on social media are people that you've never met in real life. There are so many people that have thousands of followers on Instagram, tens of thousands of followers on Clubhouse or TikTok, and 5,000 friends on Facebook. And they've met less than 1% of those people in real life. And that could be you too. And so you're comparing yourself to people who you do not even know. And what you have to do is realize why you're doing that. What is it about yourself that you don't like? What is it about yourself that when you look in the mirror and you think about the quality of person you are, what is it that kind of drives you backwards that maybe you're ashamed of or that you feel guilty about? What is it about you that you're embarrassed about? When you answer those questions, you elevate your self-awareness and you put yourself in a position to work on yourself. You see, when you're online looking at other people's stuff, doing the social comparison, comparing yourself to them, you're all up in their business. 
and you're not working on your business, whether it's your business to make income or the business of you taking care of your physical, mental, and emotional health. The truth is the more effort and energy you put into looking at other people with a negative mindset, the less time, energy, and focus you have into elevating your life. And you already knew that. I did not just say something you didn't already know. And so what happens is at the end of that process of comparing yourself to other people, at the end of the process of you wishing you had something better within your life, the self-doubt sits in. And so maybe before you were feeling kind of down, but then you begin to compare yourself to others. You begin to look at other people's significant others. You begin to look at their beautiful relationships with their kids or their new car, the memories that they're creating. Then you recognize that you spent a long time doing that and then you feel worse. You feel like you've gone backwards. What you're doing in those moments is you are negatively impacting your own emotional trajectory. So you need to stop doing that. And when I say you need to stop doing that, there's some things in life that take time that are a process. And there are other things that you need to figure out how to do right now. So if you're comparing yourself to someone else right now, recognize you're doing it and stop doing it. And the way that you do that is not to say, stop doing it, stop doing it, stop doing it. The way to do that is to redirect your thoughts. Why am I thinking about them? What can I do now for me? And you don't just think about it. You actually get up and go do it. What can you do for yourself right now? Is it push-ups? Is it running? Is it reading a book? Is it finding your son or your daughter and giving them a hug? Look them in the face and say, you know, I was just thinking about how much I love you, how I'm so grateful that you are my child. Can I give you a hug? Enjoy that moment. Create positivity in your life. Create joy. Create blissful memories. Do you have to go to the mountains in a brand new car to do that? How many people do you think go on family vacations and they hate the vacation the whole time? Because while they're planning vacations, instead of you worrying about their pictures or their posts, you could be enhancing your relationships at home. You can elevate the love, the compassion, the empathy in your home. And so if those are values of yours, love, compassion, empathy, then take action on those values. Bring those things to life in your home. And what you do is you're no longer in the process of stopping the comparison You're in a process that has nothing to do with social comparison. You're in a process of elevating your life, elevating your family, elevating the love in your home. And when you do that continuously and you see the energy and the environment change and it begins to align with your values, you can be proud of that. You can be proud of that. You can be proud of the smiles when the little ones come and ask you to play. You can enjoy the moment. When the little ones say, can you push me on the swing? Embrace that. Or maybe your kids are older now. Maybe they're adults. If you think your kids, your adult children don't want hugs, ask them. Instead of planning a fancy vacation to the Bahamas, the Caribbean, maybe the mountains in Canada, 
plan a visit to their house. Maybe the visit to their home is a three-mile drive that you can make during lunch. Plan that. Plan that and get some hugs, get some laughs. If you surprise them, how would they react? Now you're creating memories. Now you're creating joy. And as you reflect on that creativity born of love, then you begin to create an environment where there's no room for self-doubt. You see, a lot of people will tell you, don't compare yourself to others, and they will tell you, stop doubting yourself. But you don't know how. You want to stop doubting yourself, but you don't know how. The way that you stop doubting yourself is to live your values. If you want more love in your life, you have to love other people. Stop trying to find it online, on the internet, out in bars or public spaces. Stop trying to find it elsewhere create it internally and then you give your love to others and it doesn't have to be romantic love i'm talking about the love you give your neighbor if you're helping them with the home project the love you give your kids the love you give your coworkers when it's just something simple like going out to lunch with them or letting them know that you're available on their bad days do the people who know you Know that you are available and authentic, that they can come to you with their problems, that they can talk to you. And if the answer is yes, then be proud of that. And if the answer is no, why not? And the answer could be because you're hurting inside, because you've gone through some tragedy, because you're suffering. And if that's the case with you, don't judge yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Don't think all of these bad things about yourself. What you need to do is embrace your emotions because you have to fully feel your emotions to heal from the emotions. So feel them. They're part of the process. If happiness was the only emotion you ever felt, happiness would have no value. You have to fully feel all of the emotions. So if you're having a bad day, admit you're having a bad day and that's okay. And at some point in time when maybe the pain starts to fade... In that moment, choose positivity, choose optimism. And the way that you can cultivate those energies is by choosing to do something for somebody else. Give of yourself. And that opens up the pathways for others to give to you. And if you're creating and building a life with those kind of relationships, then you can turn off the social comparison because you're too busy living a life of joy. You can turn off the self-doubt. You can turn off the self-judgment. You can turn off all of that and begin to enjoy your life from moment to moment with a foundational attitude of gratitude. And when I say foundational, I mean that you always have a sense of appreciation for the life that you live, the opportunities that you have, the memories that you've created, even the hard times that have enabled you to grow. So what I suggest you do, the next time that you find yourself feeling bad about yourself because of some mess that you saw on social media, dig into who you are, dig into your values, and choose to live those values. And as you create joy in your life by living your values and sharing them with the people you love, you will have no room for self-doubt. And when I say you won't have room for self-doubt, I don't mean you will never doubt yourself. And I don't mean that your whole life turns around tonight. I'm talking about embracing the process. I'm talking about 
one action, one moment, one thought at a time. You find yourself comparing yourself to someone else on social media. In that moment, recognize what you're doing and stop. Elevating your self-awareness enables you to recognize what your mind is doing and to change direction, to pivot towards positivity and optimism. And then when you pivot in that direction, you bring your values with you. And this is an act that should happen continuously for you, frequently, until you get to the point where joy is embedded in your personality, not doubt. Not self-judgment, not self-hatred, not misery, but joy. Understand that the joy comes from within. You got to quit going other places looking for it. You have to recognize who you are and what your value is. And that all the joy that you need in your life is already present in your heart. And it is, it is up to you to cultivate that, to bring that to life for yourself. And the more that you do that, the more that you can share it. And and begin to create an environment of joy, of positivity, of optimism around you everywhere you go. You've heard of people that light up the room everywhere they go. And then sometimes you hear that and it bothers you. But the truth is, it probably bothers you because you want to either light up the room or you wish that there was something in your life to light up your life. And what you're failing to realize Is that you are the light. You can choose to light up your life. You can choose joy. You can choose positivity. You can choose optimism. You have to elevate your self-awareness to recognize where that resides within you. And I'm sure it resides somewhere near and dear to your values and the people that you love. And when you bring that together and allow it to shine from within, that is how you eliminate The negativity within social comparison and self-doubt. It's a process. It takes work. But you are worth the work. You are worth the energy. This is a journey that you deserve to be on because you deserve to be happy. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Be sure to come back again and listen to the previous podcasts and, of course, the future podcasts. I appreciate you. Thank you.